Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know brain. Marvin Divine. Uh, I'm saying bye to all the lies and all the times you cried Saying that I wasn't right, Jared, I was right by your side You manipulator, playing games, your friends commentators And I don't know what you say about our private conversations But it's got them hating, thanks to all the rumors you be claiming It's cool, I'm done with you, so they can throw you a celebration You gon' hate it when you see me with somebody living better I'm trying to tell you that me just doing me gon' have you jealous, uh, uh. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, welcome to the Roommates Podcast, everybody. I really like this. I was uh, skeptical at first. I was like, what is this intro? And then it was, uh, it just got better and better. And I was like, well, it, I'm, I'm actually blown away because yeah. no copyright sounds, you know, usually has that, what I'm hearing right there, that like the same kind of synth sounds and stuff like that. But I yep. like this one. This one is called Try. No, <laughs> just Try YouTube Music App. <laughs> oh, welcome everybody. Happy Monday to you. Uh, Nicole is not uh, joining us today. She's not feeling well because, um, for lack of a better word, she's hungover. Yep. Definitely hungover. <laughs> we, went over, we went out last night um, to a karaoke joint and had a blast. It was a lot of fun. But, um, you know, we had talked about how we um, weren't drinking that often and we still haven't been. So when we go out, it's like, oh, yeah, the hangovers are real. <laughs> yep absolutely real let me get the show notes going here we got a lot to talk about Ooh, I don't, good thing i had that muted because it just like opened up a pewdiepie video <laughs> stop it stop it um okay yeah, let me get my show notes open so we can start the show i know you um before you go into Streamlabs, i know i personally had a problem with it too i, I think it's something to do with this windows 10 update that happened but Streamlabs just doesn't run anymore. Like, I can run it, and what it does is it just becomes a slideshow on my PC. It nearly crashes it. Dang. Yeah, no, with me, so, yeah, I was going to I was gonna rant a little about, about Streamlabs. They mm -hmm. really angered me today. So we were, we decided. <laughs> we use it normally. Yeah, well, we, we are using it. We're using Streamlabs OBS, and we decided that we're going to be pushing forward on YouTube only for live streaming just because there was for some reason problems with trying to multi-stream i i never found I know out why. why i mean come on you 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 know why it's happening it's because you have youtube doesn't want you restreaming period they're combating that i i i, I don't know but i could be wrong but i i don't think that i'm wrong about that so we we but we so we had problems because it's working now right it's live now yeah we're live now i, I can like i'm monitoring the chat and all that stuff um for yeah, those that it are says watching live, live. it yeah. normally doesn't do that it hasn't for like the last no. three weeks so we, we restream we're all in on youtube at this point for for watching the podcast live yeah and Streamlabs, you know has their feature where you log into the service and it hooks into like that streaming services features so it makes it nice so you can have your the chat and all this other stuff built in so i log in deletes everything 100 every scene every setting i had everything vanished and you instantly so you up you updated the program no i just logged in that's it that's all i i, I clicked log in with youtube and it deleted everything i logged out didn't bring anything back Hmm. So I know Streamlabs has this weird cloud feature where when you log in, it Maybe uploads it to back. the cloud. Well, no, there was I never had logged in with YouTube before. I had logged in with Twitch, but that's what kind of angers me is okay. I built I built out our, our streaming setup, logged into Twitch, it uploaded it, I guess, or whatever. Okay, fine. I log out of Twitch, everything's fine. I log in with YouTube, gone. I log out of YouTube on it, still gone. Had to redo everything today in a scramble, so hopefully everything is right. It looks, yeah, it all looks um, the same to me. It, I did my best. Hopefully everything sounds the same, looks the same. Um, those of you listening to this later on, uh, you you probably don't care, but those <laughs> who are watching live, or if you do want to watch live, 
Um, it, it is a struggle every week. Something goes wrong every week, it feels like. Yeah. No, that's true. But and we still don't have this one piece of machinery over here working. <laughs> yeah, the, the noise gate we still got to get figured out. But, I mean, that that's just one of those things where it's a professional piece of audio equipment. So it's not... Yeah. It's not a plug and play simple thing. Like the manual's massive on it. We 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 got to learn it. No, so. I, I remember when we first started putting this podcast together, and we were like, um, "It's not that much. It's just you know a mixer. It's this. It's this. Oh no, this entire I we can't show it to you right now. But I mean, like, it is a mess on this table of cables and everything you can imagine. It, it is funny, like how the production shot beyond what we were like. We'll just get a couple cameras, a mi- yeah. some microphones, podcast, boom. Then we started putting it together, and it's like we're basically building a miniature studio, and like it's nuts, like how how quickly it escalates. The one thing I really wish we could improve on is is uh well here's the thing. Whenever you listen to this back, you'll hear the room echo. Um, and whenever you watch it on television or something like that, or, you know, even on your PC or you're not using headphones, you won't hear that, um, room echo that we have in here. Um, the the acoustics is one of the biggest things I would love to improve, but we are going to be moving out of this house in a few months. So there's no reason to dump money into, uh, into this studio space right now. It's just, uh, we don't know what the next dimensions will be and things like that. So, yeah. And we don't even know if we'll even be here or in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've, well, me and Nicole are trying to figure out what we want to do. I know you're going back to St. Louis regardless. Yes, I, I am moving back to St. Louis. Um, my my time as a Florida man has has come to an end. <laughs> it's time for me to go, to go back. So, well, I mean. As far as the podcast goes, it doesn't change. Like we can still do it remotely. Yeah, and I'm going to be exploring that e- well before the move uh, to get it figured out from I a mean, technical standpoint. Uh, my, my plan is um, coming up in the next few weeks uh, for those who watch the video and watch it live. Uh, one thing I am going to touch on real quick that I am getting informed from our live chat is okay. that our video is laggy, but the audio is good. Okay. So I want to apologize to those watching right now. Uh I can't do anything mid podcast. No. Like it's just how it is. So we'll, yeah. we'll get that figured out. But if the audio is good, uh, just I yeah, I hope you enjoy it. If you want to listen to this, and, and maybe it's driving you nuts seeing the laggy, you can listen to us on Spotify. Yes, uh, Remates Podcast over there, um, and also you can follow us. I know it pops up once in a while, but on Twitter we ha- we do have a Twitter, and it's called Roommates Cast. Yes. All together, smashed together. It's like my name on Twitter is Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Faviano. Is that three Fs in the middle? Yeah. The um, But back to what I was saying because I'm getting on tangent. <clears throat> we are uh, exploring options of maybe going to Tampa, um, maybe going to somewhere else. In me, and a lot of it is because I know what will happen. And we'll go back to St. Louis. And we'll be there for a few months. The newness will be great. You'll be like, yeah, we're all hanging out with our friends and our families nearby and stuff like that. But then reality sets in after about six months and you'll go, okay, so now we're back to how it was when we left. In in 2016, when we moved down here, we left because we're like, you know, we, we want to do our own thing. And we got to do that, you know, um, I know all of us have changed since we came to uh, Florida. We've we've learned a lot about ourselves. Just m- when you move out of state from family and friends, uh, it ma- really makes you grow up real fast. Um, but I don't know. And maybe it's it's time for me and Nicole to get a smaller place, and and we don't know where we want to live. <laughs> I know you want to go back to St. Louis, though. Yeah, it's it mainly the drive for me wanting to go back is m- mainly family mm-hmm. um I, I miss a lot of friends uh, i've still kept in contact with mostly everyone but when i moved down to florida with you guys i always knew that it was temporary right well yeah. and i shouldn't say temporary i knew this wasn't going to be my permanent home i knew i was going to be heading back to st louis at some point right and it's been two years and it's just the way things are lining up now feels like the right time to go back yeah and 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 the whole thing is we don't we don't want to be pressured to go back because you know our friends and family really want us to come back home i get that but 
we don't also want to be under the gun because we have to make a, a solid decision here within the next couple months. It's either like, you know, we find a place immediately. We have to fly to St. Louis, get the place, do all that, and then come back and then move three animals and two U-Haul worth of shit yeah. <laughs> back. Um, and I just, uh, I don't know. I we Tampa sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right across the way. Well, I mean, either way, we when you say it feels like we're under the gun, we no matter what, we all are. We have two yeah. months to two figure months. this out. And it's one of those things we've been discussing it for six Ever. months and then four months. And it's like every time we talk about it, we're like, oh, it's coming up. We need to figure this out. It's come up. We need to figure this out. And well, and then I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. Soon. Like now, like th- th- things on my end, like things need to start having some movement put into them. Mm-hmm. So it, the the time of, oh, we got to wait closer till then is declining. Like got to start yeah. making moves. But I can't, I can't say we're not in solid concrete on St. Louis and we're not solid concrete on Florida. We're just like really outweighing it. Cause there's pros and cons of both things for sure. Um, I do like it down here in Florida. I'm just, I'm, I'm done with Orlando. In general. Yeah. Orlando is, it's way too much of a tourist town. It's tu- it's tourist town, but the thing is, is it's an hour to the beach, a little over an hour to the beach. It's like an and hour I was like, and twenty. Hour yeah, and a half. I was like, that's not so bad. When we first moved here, we're like, oh, but that's not bad at all. We literally never go to the beach because it's so far away. If we were a little bit closer, then yeah, we would we would go way more often than we did because we're beach people. That's what we want to do. Um. But uh, we, yeah, those those things are still in the air. Um, I know I've been getting some uh, some comments and I've been getting some uh, some feedback from people and, and they're like, oh, wow, oh, you're moving back to St. Louis. And I'm like, we we don't know what the hell we're doing right now. We're trying to figure that out. So I just wanted to give some clarity to that. Yep. So here's something funny. <laughs> well, it wasn't funny, but for the past two months, we've had really crappy Internet. Well, mm-hmm. we have good internet, but because I have uh, Spectrum Business is what we run on, and it's good internet for what it is. It's 300 down and 23 up or something like that. And we started noticing within the last two months, it's like, man, every time Dave gets on and starts streaming, they start dropping packets, starts going crazy. Um, we've had really intermittent deals. Sometimes I've had issues with uploads. Yeah, there's times where you're uploading and just my... St- I'll randomly get kicked off like a Discord call or something. Mm-hmm. Like just stuff that shouldn't be happening with how good our internet is. Like it right. it felt like our internet was garbage tier compared to what it was. Yeah. So we went out to dinner and then we were coming back home and Dave was like, Well, let's just restart the router because that's probably what it is. Re- router hasn't been restarted in a while. So car so we'll do that. Restart the router. That sucker does not get an ip address it's like nope yep you have no internet and i was like this sucks like right before we got a stream and stuff so i'm looking into it i i tried everything exhausted all my options um you know i even went like i cleared out windsock and all this crap that you know all the tech people tell you to do online um and then i was like well i guess i gotta call tech support or i gotta call spectrum business and here's the thing this is one this reason why i want to talk about it because the difference between being a residential user of internet compared to being a business is so different a i got a person immediately like i called it at like 10 o'clock 10 30 p.m here eastern and somebody answered um immediately so I had that going, which is great. And then uh, the other side of the coin is that you have text, you know, services there if you need them. So here's the long story short. A while back, I got my uh, my credit card was pretty much uh, compromised because somebody. I think we talked about that on the show before, but you know, they tried to buy over a hundred dollars worth of crap at uh, Walgreens with my card <laughs> of all places in Illinois, in the middle of Illinois. We definitely talked about that, but. I went in and I know I updated my card information, but their system did not reflect that. So as a business internet provider, you, you have something called a, um, it's a, called a soft uh, suspension. And that's what we were on, a soft suspension. So they, 
kind of just barely screw up, you know, the, uh, oh my. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> it's all right. Um, dogs just came home from their baths and they're just going crazy. No, 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 no. Oh. Um, and, uh, it's all right. Uh, anywho, back to, uh, what I was talking about. The, um, it wasn't getting paid basically. But what I find interesting is that they go, they don't just shut your internet off like they do like a residential thing. Instead, they're just like, oh, passive aggressive. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you some. And I said, oh, so you're throttling the internet? And they go, no, we don't throttle the internet. Well, I guess that's a bad term to say. Oh, no, yeah, that, that is a bad term. Like, they don't want to say they're throttling you, or there might be some weird technical difference. But what was it they said they were doing to us? They gave us limited access. Uh, yeah, limited access. Yeah, so they put us on limited access, which is throttling. We yeah. weren't getting nearly what we, we should have been. No. Which is why it was, it worked on the surface level, like Netflix, simple things. It was fine. But as soon as we entered, like, with your uploads or streaming, stuff that, you know, which is what I would consider the business class side of the internet, why right. we have the package we do. It would just start crapping out almost immediately. Yeah. So what they do is they just put you on like a soft suspension. And like, hey, you know what? You should probably pay your bill. Uh, your your card is not working for whatever reason. So updated the card information, went through that. And then they were like, we'll send you to tech support. So we'll make sure that your router's working. Uh, and he was like, all right. He's like, um, do you mind if I uh, restart your router? I was like, I j or your modem. I just redid all of that. And I know how long it takes. So I was like, no, I have all the solid lights. It's good to go. So that was that for the most part. It was my fault. I didn't uh, update the, the payment thing. But I found that funny that it had been in suspension for two months. And I didn't get a single email about it. Yeah, that's what I think is really weird. They didn't even try to contact you. No. It's just the, the like we said, the passive aggressiveness. They just they throttled us down. And then they marked it to where if we ever restarted the router... When it phoned home for the IP address, it would get denied. So then we had to call them. Right. So that's just, I guess it's easier <sighs> on them than trying to reach out. They're just I like. I just find it funny because it's like, it's very passive aggressive. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, hey, you, you owe us money. <laughs> but instead of chasing people, I mean, I get that from, yeah. from, from their side, like the administrative side. Instead of chasing everyone down who has a late payment, they just flip a switch and they're like, they'll come to us. Yeah. So that that that's what happened. So. Well, yeah, it it sucked for us for two months because the, yeah. the whole two months we were all complaining about the Internet. Oh, yeah. Solid. Like it, something was always going down. Yeah. Like Netflix or something like that. It's real stupid. But that was the reason why um, streams were really spotty and problematic for the past couple months on my Twitch channel. And uh, everybody in the house that was streaming was all affected by that. <laughs> yep. Uh, today is the 11th. And I'm supposed to get, uh, hopefully, Tech Alpha access to the new Microsoft Flight Simulator. Ooh. This is, I mean, <sighs> waiting on beta, but everybody is. But <laughs> so on Reddit, there's so many people that are just like bashing Microsoft for not being transparent, leaving people in the dark about the alpha access and all that stuff. But regardless, it doesn't matter. It, it's... It, you got invited into a tech alpha. It, you you don't deserve or you, you're not entitled to play the tech alpha by a certain date and all that stuff. The game is not even out yet. Yeah. And there are people that are losing their minds about it and like shitting on the game and shitting on Microsoft and all this for being part of a tech alpha. Like, seriously, you should know what that entails. And I couldn't believe it because my email that they sent was very transparent. They're like, uh, you'll get a, an update on the 11th of November. So I assume that Tech Alpha is going to be available hopefully today. So hopefully I get to play it. But I can't record it. I can't talk about it. I get to say that I'm part of the Tech Alpha. That's about it. Yep. So we were uh, recording the other day. Me and Dave were. Uh, and we, uh, we got, got things done, wrapped up. And I got an email from uh, my old channel manager when I was with Machinima. Um, and he's works, working for Twitch now. So 
they sent me a invite to a charity event they're doing out in San Francisco. That's the 25th of November that I'll be attending. And it's um, Forza Horizon 4. Yes, Forza. Uh, Horizon 4, and uh, it's a head-to-head. I think it's like a versus with... It, it said there's another influencer slash creator there that says TBD, so I don't even so know who it is. I, I guess is this a new mode they're promoting? Like, I just thought it was kind of no. weird that they're going with Horizon since... I mean, that game came out, what, eight months ago, a year ago, something? Yeah. It's been It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit, but I mean, they're always putting stuff out for it. That um, is true. But this is uh, the event is hosted by Honda. So Honda Civic. So maybe they have a new Honda Civic they're putting in the game or something. Hmm. So anywho, um, first place winner gets $7,500 to a charity of their choice. Uh, and the runner-up, I think, is $2,500. Yeah, you get that. Nice. So they're going to fly me out to San Francisco, and I'll be there, for, I think, for a couple of days. Um, probably one day, honestly. It's, gonna be, it's probably going to be like fly-in, sleep, go do that fly home that day <laughs> yeah because well and that's something i thought about the other night because we had our dates on thanksgiving mixed up and i was like wait are they doing this like during thanksgiving and it just i don't think they are but it was just one of those things where for a moment i was like it's very weird they would do this over a holiday but yeah no i know so that's uh that's uh it's coming up and i'm looking forward to it for sure Moving on, you want to go into uh, the Twitch versus Mixer thing? I know uh, I do. Yes. <laughs> so uh, th- it keeps popping up in the news. Apparently, um, and I got there's a lot of lot of data to go over, so I'm going to be going through some stuff over here on the laptop. Um, but another big streamer uh, outside of Shroud and Ninja, um, I I never watched him or heard of him, but King Goli- uh, King Goliathan. King Goliathan? No. Uh, apparently he, he's big. Mm-hmm. Um moved over to Mixer as well. He got he got one of the the big sweet Microsoft deals where, you know, it's an undisclosed amount. People estimate these deals are in the millions, but Oh yeah. Uh so with with that though, people are wondering, well, since Ninja moved over, has this really affected Twitch or Mixer of how do the numbers look? And there was an article that did a deep dive on both websites' numbers, and the numbers are staggering. Yeah, I'm looking at these charts. Like, it's crazy how much, and unfortunately, the font on them is tiny. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, here we go. So, like, Twitch total hours watched uh, Q1 of last year was, wait, does that say millions or billions? Um it's in the millions, but 2,500, basically 2.5 billion hours were watched. Yeah. And, um, in the, th- oh, in the third quarter of this year, I don't know why it says Q1 2018. Um, down at the bottom of the chart, it actually says Q3 2019. But yeah. okay, so 2.5 billion hours were watched on Twitch in this last quarter, where if you look at the, um, wait. No, these charts are being a little counterdictive. Wow, um, what a great I segment. There's so much data to go through. I'm sorry. I'm trying well, I mean, to, just to give us the around. cliff notes of it. I'm trying to find the cliff notes. There is <laughs> it is literally a like research paper on it. I see it, um, but I thought you might have known like how to decipher it. Or so basically I, I thought I did. Okay. Basically, Twitch was great and Mixer's not. In the long run, um Twitch's audience is overwhelmingly larger than mixers mixers mm-hmm. making a lot of buzz they are still a drop in the bucket for the industry um they they are like below 10 percent of the streaming market youtube gaming and facebook i think are still larger than them yeah uh twitch is the dominating force there i i don't see the number so i could be wrong but i believe they held over 70 percent of the streaming market yeah and the amount of hours on them is crazy oh here's the chart i did want to find though so since Ninja joined Mixer, the watch time in quarter two was a hundred million, and then in quarter three it dropped down to ninety. Jeez. The watch time went down. Yeah, that's like not good. It, it peaked when Ninja went over, like it shot up, but then right. it's already going down. So his move over didn't bring anyone over. It didn't bring over really fresh eyes. Uh, with Twitch in general, though, they said the number of unique channels is dropping. So they think a lot yeah. of smaller people are like Mixer is growing, but the amount of eyes on it aren't. 
So it kind of breaks down how, yeah, a lot of new people are moving over to Mixer, but overall, like, there is just not an audience there. Like, it is a such a minute number compared to to Twitch, and the amount and the numbers are just insane. Like, they're in the billions, like billions of hours every every quarter. Yeah, and then there's YouTube gaming, who is just slowly. <laughs> slowly crawling along they're gaining a little each each quarter but well i the thing is i never was gonna make that switch over there's no way now it there's it takes so long to get a following on twitch as it is starting on a whole fresh platform is even worse yeah it's like good luck to it honestly it's in just the, there's not enough eyeballs there i mean that's the thing is it's like you want to you want to provide entertainment to people so you would want to provide it to where the most people are and mixer just does not have those numbers like they just you're gonna get nowhere near the audience no you're not one thing i i really wanted to talk about because it is very important even with the people that are watching right now if you guys haven't if you don't know who markiplier is markiplier is one of the you know one of the conglomerates here on youtube uh with his uh, gaming channel um, he, he had done a live stream interactive thing uh, here on YouTube, and this, this applies to everybody that's watching right now in the chat. Uh, you do not spam emojis because YouTube is deleting not only your account on YouTube, your Google account is getting absolutely removed because of that reason. I, I watched his video on that because mm-hmm. it said YouTube has a problem, and I was like, let's hear it either there's a real problem or he's just complaining because he's markiplier yeah and when he went into it and there was in the beginning he's like you guys are probably going to be mad about this and i'm mad too and oh i was furious i was like youtube is not just suspending youtube accounts they are locking people out of their google accounts for spamming an emote in this to be fair this is being done by bots yes it is except youtube has not turned around and corrected it no and it was one of those where he was like he was trying to get votes in so he was like guys spam this emote if you want this and so yeah. it, they did that there are his emotes on his channel and the bots are like if that happened to me and i got locked out of my email yeah. That is damaging to my life. Like Dude, I can't absolutely. get into any my bank accounts. No, all that is just it. Like you it, can't do anything without your email. Yeah, and usually your Google stuff's attached to everything that's on your personal like phone or whatever. Yeah. It's no, that's an absolute massive problem. So do not spam emotes or emojis. Um, because that is, I think it was like one that had like, how many was like 10 in a row and that got them banned. Yeah. It's like 10, the same one in a row. Because if you don't, if you didn't see the the video, um, he had a paddle for like, you know, go this way or this way or, or, you know, choose this and this. It was interactive. Yeah. And people would spam that color paddle and then they would get their entire Google account absolutely removed. It's, it's insane. I, can't even imagine how bad that because like you said in, in today's they must have internet just turn that on because i'll tell you this i've been to many youtube live streams and i've seen people spam the hell out of emojis and it wasn't a problem they were always there yeah this must have recently been turned on yeah it's i've never heard of it and with it being built into youtube where it's not mm-hmm. like a bot feature that is insane it's real bad yeah Another uh, YouTube issue I was wa- watching. Some people are making a big, huge thing about it, but we've we kind of I don't know we touched on it briefly on the show, but uh, the whole COPPA, COPPA, th- that's the whole issue. It, not an issue, but basically starting in January first of twenty twenty, um, the FCC is basically like YouTube. You're going to have to. Basically, when we make an upload, we're going to have to say, is this targeted towards children? Yes or no. And if it is no, it's like a $40,000 fine per video. If you if, if it deems that it is targeting children, whatever. Now, here's the thing. I, I think that it's good to stop people from exploiting children, from, you know, taking advantage of a younger audience, um, which we've seen 
big YouTubers here on the YouTube platform doing. Um, but the thing is, it's it's gonna it's gonna cause a problem. It it is, but you got to understand what they what they mean by children, right? Because um, I think some people get worried. They're like below oh. thirteen or something. Yeah, they're like, well, if I make a, a GTA video, which I'm not mm-hmm. making for kids, and a bunch of kids are watching it, like, am I going to get in trouble? Yeah, it's the, bad parenting. Well, yeah, <laughs> th- what they're talking about is like the unboxing videos where it's a kid in the video opening up toys and this is content made for children like right. five six seven years old but in those videos they're also pushing pushing like channel merch right. and other stuff and it's a problem because kids that young don't know and they are heavily influenced by it so it i think crazy. it's a good thing every single uh person like it's every single time we go out and do something to those kids Kids are so um, involved with, um, you know, YouTube and, and and any kind of live streaming culture and things like that. They're just so hooked into it mm-hmm. that personally on my channel, I do not cater to children. I never have. The only thing I started doing was I <laughs> and it's funny because I just did a whole compilation of like LSPDFR from 2015 to now. And my God, I cussed so much back then. And now I'm like, maybe I'd cuss once in a while. Yeah. It, but I mean, off off air or not recording. Oh, I cuss quite a bit <laughs> in my personal life. But mm-hmm. I've just I've been able to turn that off because here's the thing. It, YouTube is a platform that I am being hosted on. I'm going to play by their rules. Yeah. I'm not making an outcry about it. I'm, I don't I'm not entitled. I don't dis, I don't I'm not like you owe me a place to upload my videos and make money and, and have a life and a career off of this. You owe it to me. It, it, it's not there. So I don't get where that come that part of it comes from, because there's a lot of people that are like, you know, this platform, you know, I, I deserve and I owe I'm owed this. And it's like, dude, no. no well, and <laughs> a lot of people, they just don't understand the concept of a private service because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, free speech, free speech. Oh, I should they shouldn't demonetize me for swearing because of free speech. Right. It's a private company, a private service. You are choosing to use it. You agree to their terms, their policies. You yeah. have to play by their rules. They have every right to deny you and kick you off the platform. Yeah, and, and, and when you have um, you know, somebody who's like they're going to say they're going to cuss throughout their whole thing and say everything or or they're going to say something hateful or whatever and they get demonetized and they make a big huge deal about it. The thing is, you're you are lucky to be on the platform that gives you the. If it wasn't for YouTube's platform, I wouldn't be anything. There's no way. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, maybe I would have trudged through Twitch or something. <laughs> but regardless, I don't have that entitlement of like this. Every video of mine that goes up and I upload must it always has to be monetized. I'm owed money for everything I do uploading to YouTube, and I see that argument so many times where people are like i you know demonetize everything's got to be monetized it's like you can still youtube saying you can still make a video whatever you want to do they're not deleting it off of their platform you're just not going to get paid for it so if you want to get a message out there whatever it may be do it and don't don't expect money for it if it's against their guidelines and what they want on their service because I learned that very quickly. I was like, why am I getting demonetized? Well, it's because the po- apocalypse was happening, one. But two, uh, you know, I was cussing quite a bit in those videos. And in the first 30 seconds, if it the bot hears, you know, shit or whatever, it's going to go, no. Yep. Kicks it out. So all I had to do was just stop cussing as much. And I do. <laughs> but also, it's very weird when I was editing that. I was like, oh, man. Oh wow! There's an f bomb there. What? <laughs> I don't do that that much anymore. Um, I think it also becomes just you know as you get older. Um, I've seen a lot of YouTubers do that, where they start out like just it's freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want, and then real a realization kicks in, and you go, okay, there are a lot of people watching it, and this isn't even about kids. This is older people, you know, people that just don't want to cuss in their lives and or whatever. And I respect that. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to dial it back. And I've been dialing it back and dialing it back and dialing it back. And it, it just it works right now. I don't have any issues with YouTube and it's been fantastic. Well, that and I like 
I wouldn't hold it against any content creator to even if it came down to say the monetization to yeah. where like is a business pers- uh, from the business side of things if you have to dial it back great I mean people are entitled uh, I shouldn't say entitled yeah. if 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 you want YouTube to be your career then it's kind of like the playing by the rules things, but I don't think anyone should be held against that if you are wanting to play by the rules. Now, if you don't want to play by the rules and you're complaining, that's a little different. Then, then that entitlement comes in where you're like, well, I should be able to say what I want. It's like, well, you still got to do well, what Well, when they I want. started YouTube in 2012, it was the Wild West there. You could just kind of do whatever the hell you wanted to. And then people <laughs> learned what Google AdSense was because I remember seeing YouTube videos in like 2007, 2008. They're like, you can make money from YouTube, from work from home and all this stuff. And I was like, what do you... What are you providing? What what is this? And they're like, you can you can just make videos and you make money off of these views off the videos. And it slowly like became what it is now. But there's so much more involved. We have MCNs. We have you know all this stuff that has changed the platform. So when they go, hey, we have to do things this way. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm I'm gonna do what whatever it takes because it's not my platform. I'm not entitled to any a penny of every video I upload. I'm not entitled to a penny. If a video gets demonetized, it is what it is. I have plenty of them, <laughs> plenty of them demonetized, and I didn't get that upset about it because I go, okay, that, fair enough. I mean, I, I cuss a lot, so yep. If an advertiser doesn't want that, then that's fine. But I, I'm fine with that. So I'm. I don't feel like every vi- and that's the thing that happens though with um with some creators that I've I've worked with I've seen it happen to them where they every single thing they do that has to be monetized in their life. It's like, "Whoa, man, it's okay. It's okay to make a video and and not get paid from it." Well, in there's we, I did it for years. Like I kind of understand the frustration for like certain videos that are more production. Where right. if you put yeah. planning into it, you have a team like you're. Oh yeah, no, it's a real and, problem. And you're you're putting investment into it, and then you upload it, and it gets demonetized. I understand that frustration, but also it's one of those things where I feel like if you're putting production behind it, again, it's the play by the rules thing. Now, it, when the apocalypse was happening, a lot of people didn't know the rules. No, you don't and know them. It, because it unfortunately YouTube doesn't explain it, so the the collective of creators kind of have to figure it out, and then word kind of gets spread around from creator to creator till people kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And it, it, so as long as you know the rules and you're doing a production, it's on you. Like it's No, it I really just, is. I just the ones that make actual product produ- produced videos outside of gaming and all that. Like the I've seen some of them complain where they'll like I spent 2 months on this and spent $12,000 to produce this video and we we had a million views and we were demonetized and lost every penny. And it's like, that sucks. Why didn't you, why didn't you take a, a step back at one point and go, is any of this going to affect it? <laughs> like, why didn't you make that well, part of the process? When it first happened and those bots just went crazy, they were demonetizing. I mean, for no reason, for no reason at all. And it affected a lot of people that do YouTube as a business. And I, I was involved in that for sure. And I was like, oh, this really sucks. Everything's getting demonetized. Even things like a vlog, just hanging out, doing nothing, no cussing, no nothing inappropriate. Just talking to a camera was boom, demonetized. And you, you don't know the reason why that was happening. The reason why I bring this up is when uh, I was in Colorado, the whole um, uh, issue with one of my videos. So... It was an LSPDVR video, and it was called Breast Cancer Awareness because there's a breast cancer awareness car, and it was October, so I was like, okay, that's that's a good title. Uh, no, you can't say the word breast uh, in a title on YouTube. Now, I didn't know that um, because I was like, well, it's breast cancer awareness. Obviously, you would go, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, we're not talking about something else. <laughs> we're talking about breast cancer awareness. Uh, that did not happen, so it got demonetized. So all I had to do is just go in. I went into the title. I just changed it to BCA Patrol, and boom, it was fine. So it just doesn't like the word breast. But I know that now because I watched that Nerd City video. Yeah, the one I told you yes. about. Yes, and uh, there's a guy that devotes his time to going through and uploading videos and checking to see what the bots actually flag. And uh, I know you can do- donate to him 
Um, and uh, it, it's it's very helpful for new creators to try to understand what's going on. That's for certain. But uh, no, it's it's one of those things where I just I've learned to play by the rules and it's it's worked out. It's been fine. Um, I don't see it uh, changing. I see it getting more tight over time. For yep. sure. So real quick, I want to just touch back on this because I didn't want to go into it too much. Um, I know the problem that's currently happening with our live viewers. Yeah. Um, our laptop is pegged at 100% CPU. Oh, lovely. It is struggling to keep up. So I got to do some IT work after this. Yeah. Uh, apologize. Uh, or I apologize to those watching live. Yes. Um, I will have this sorted by next you week. You are recording locally, though. Yes, okay. which I think that is where it's the issue a problem. is. So yep. Um, like I said at the beginning, seems like there's something every week, um, but we're we're gonna get this figured out. So, yeah, um, just wanted to apologize real quick to those watching mm, yeah. and for those listening. You, you don't know what's happening. If you yeah, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. But if you ever do want to catch us live, you can on YouTube Mondays at three. Yeah, and hopefully it won't be an absolute shit show. I'll get it figured out because yeah, this is the first time you because you want to record locally, um, because. Uh, it's it's you can you can cut it up and do whatever you have to do to it yeah for post yep no, that makes sense uh you want to go into gaming news uh yeah go ahead right. and hit gaming news real quick uh so um there has been uh real quick i'm reading over my note okay so red dead redemption 2 launched on pc uh this week and unfortunately it was followed with a ton of problems. So when it launched, this is insane. There has been massive frame rate issues across the board for all graphics cards and all processors. People with 2080s, Jeez. a, a uh, RTX 2080 and a 9900K Intel processor. That is God tier hardware <laughs> are having frame rate issues. Yeah, on Red Dead. Uh, I downloaded it. I have not played it yet, so I don't know if uh, it's going to be a problem. Um, I know some people have had issues with it, like creating problems with their graphics drivers, which I don't understand how that could even be possible. It, n I have no idea. I don't know. Oh. Dog <laughs> is whining. It's just <laughs> it's yeah the 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 puppies are are up to something, but. Yeah, so outside of the, that, their launcher had problems. Day one, it was cr crashing randomly. The, uh, people were saying the average play time they could get was a half hour. Yeah. Uh, the, sometimes the launcher wouldn't work. I, it was just a mess, and it's still it's selling very well. The game, it, when, it, when the game works, absolutely beautiful, incredibly amazing, but they, they've put some patches out. So they are actively working to fix it, but just if you haven't got it yet, just be a little little warned that there there could be possibly some issues. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played it yet, so <laughs> I, I want to get that. Um, I want to get Call of Duty because Call of Duty like actually looks really good this time around. Yes, real good. So that is actually next. Uh, what I wanted to mention. So the new Call of Duty is the best Call of Duty in six years. It made over $500 million in its first uh, week, I think it was. Yeah. Our first few days. Like, it, it's outsold the last uh, several Call of Duties. More people are playing it. And a lot of people were kind of wondering, like, you know, like, if it was going to be good or not. And the thing is, they actually listened on this one. It's crazy that it's selling well, but they, they did what people want. I mean, it's not crazy. I meant that as sarcasm. Yeah. They come across yeah. that way. <laughs> um, you know, the idea of not having loot boxes, not having the microtransactions, not like getting rid of the paywalls, having a single player campaign that is actually very good, considered the best single player campaign in 10 years almost. Yeah, that's going to make the game sell. So the CEO of EA was famously quoted a year or two ago saying, no one wants single-player campaigns. Our data shows no one wants single-player. Baloney. So when Black Ops 4 came out, we both got it. Yeah. Zero single-player. It was nothing but multiplayer. We played it, what, for three days and then never again? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I was excited about it. It was fun, but I, I did not like the cartoony look of it. 
at all. It was like playing a was playing playing Fortnite. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> but no, the new one is is selling incredible. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. And because of that, I'm actually tempted to get it. I kind I've always been like I'm done with Call of Duties. They're all the same. They're all the same. This one apparently is a breath of fresh air. Like it's on a new engine. It looks real good. Yeah, it it looks amazing. It's on a new engine. It controls different. A lot of people are saying like, well, why the World War II one that came out do bad compared to this? And some of the people online, I don't. This is just people's opinions. But they were saying that the last one that came out, it was still on the older engine. It controlled 100% the same. So it was literally just like visually different. It was the same game where this one, everything is different and tweaked. And it's just a better experience compared to the others. So I don't know. I haven't played it, but apparently it is a great game. But with Red Dead, um, the, the mod scene is gaining momentum. Oh, uh, yeah. GTA 5, if you go to GTA 5 mods, I at the top they already have a red thing, and red, uh, red Dead 1, and you go to that, uh, and there's already like script hook, and uh, they have a trainer out already. So yeah, I was going through them, uh, and the first couple mods that came out were like character mods, and, or I shouldn't say a couple, there was one that was a character mod, and then there was some audio, or no, a visual pack. Uh, so you could already improve the visuals. The game is already stunningly beautiful, but the like third mod that came out for the game was a visual pack to make it look even better. Yeah. But they within, I think a it was a reshade. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a, a shader pack. But within, oh, I think it was almost 24 to 36 hours, uh, the first script hook came out. And for those that don't do any modding or understand what that is, script hook is what makes mods possible. It is, it is that that middle man to writing a mod code to communicate with the game so once a script hook comes out anyone can start making mods right and so the first script hook came out almost immediately and following that within like 12 hours there was already the first version of a trainer out so now you can go in and you can free roam the camera you can teleport around the map you can no clip through things you can turn into animals like there's videos of uh people being like the birds and just flying around yeah. the map and it's beautiful yeah so the mod scene hit the ground running within 48 hours people were already doing a ton of stuff with the game which is crazy because 5m said that one month after it was released they would have a working version of it yes so we'll have some red dead rp servers before probably by before the end of the year well, in with it's funny because I knew the mod scene was going to be quick. And on Twitter, 5M, who makes the uh, technology to have private GTA servers, right. they're going to be offering their their Red M mm -hmm. servers, or they said they would they would offer it unless something got in the way. So I had been following them on Twitter pretty actively, and it was through them that I even found out that mods were already coming out because with they immediately, I don't know how they did it. These guys are geniuses. They imported a helicopter handling script <laughs> onto a hot air balloon. So they were flying a hot air balloon around there's in one, Red Dead one as mission. a helicopter. Yeah, there's one mission that you, you, you use the hot air balloon. Oh, I think two. No, no, it was only one. Well, one mission. And they took that and, they turned, it. and turned it into a <laughs> helicopter. And they were flying it around with helicopter physics. So they're already getting their hooks deep into Red Dead. Mm -hmm. and that's got me excited because that means private servers are going to be a thing. They're going to happen. OCRP is going to have one. Yeah. Um, we still got to figure out details on that, but I don't know. It's, it's the wild, it's west, the wild west. Do we? <laughs> I'm just going to turn the server on and be like, and people are going to be like, what are the rules? I'm like, what rules? Go shoot each other. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, bank heists and stuff. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. It, it'll be fun to be like a lawman. Be like, you know, you have like an APB for somebody and they're out. Yeah. Well, I, what, wanted. We'll say it's, a person's I, wanted. Honestly, I, I didn't. I haven't even discussed this with you, but I don't have a problem with just letting the community decide that stuff. If they want to put bounties on each other, go for it. Like, exactly. No, I, I think that'll be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. But so, yeah, that Red Dead's some exciting stuff. So if those of you are on the fence about it and you're not sure if you want to buy it, um, I mean, private servers are going to be out in the next three weeks, probably. Yeah. Uh, if 
you want to wait that out to see if you still want it, that's up to you. But at this point, I went ahead and got it. I'm looking into trying to figure out how to make my own mods with it because I've done GTA stuff. It translates over almost the same, but yeah, it's what it is. So <sighs> I'm excited for that. Moving on, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it, though. <laughs> yes. And this other news is just in here just to have something to talk about, but... Uh, despite all the controversy with Blizzard, mm-hmm. they did BlizzCon. Protests were at a minimum. They said most people at the event didn't even notice them. So I'm not even going to talk about the protest not stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, Overwatch 2. They announced Overwatch 2. Which is crazy. Which it looks really good. It's, uh, it's more co-op based. So it's like missions that are based around parties. So kind of like the special events, like the Halloween event where you would team right. up with three other people and you would have to like do, accomplish a goal yeah that's what a lot of overwatch 2 is going to be i'm just happy f- to have new maps i'm tired of traveling to hanamura yep. or the same ones over and over and over, <laughs> and, over and over and over and over and over for since 2016 well I'm there, ready for new maps the, so that's the the best thing though is so with two coming out there's new maps there's new gonna be a new hero or champion, I forget what they even call yeah, them in Heroes Overwatch. Well, Hero. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> every one Characters. of the, every one of these MOBA style games, like they call them something, but yeah. um so there's a new one already confirmed or already out. I think another one's been confirmed. But all that's being pushed over to Overwatch One. Because Overwatch One is still the esports branch of the game where two is kind of gonna be more different play styles and like some updated stuff, but because of that esports branch, they're going to be moving all that into one. So we already have Overwatch one, and I don't know if two is going to be a separate purchase or if it's just an add-on. I'm not sure. I don't know, but we, I, I would assume it'd be a separate purchase. Yeah, I and, and be that's fine. It's been since 2016. I mean, like it's yeah, and I don't have complaints about Overwatch that. gets updates all the time. Yeah, but in Overwatch one, we are going to get that content. We're going to get the new maps, the new yeah. the new people. So I, I kind of want to get back into Overwatch. It's been a bit for me. It's been probably five months. Yeah, it's been about the same for me. Yeah. Last time we played it, um, got destroyed. <laughs> th- this game probably is not up your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I am excited about this. Blizzard also announced Diablo 4. On PC or mobile? PC. Okay. Yeah, no. I remember that. And it's a mobile game. And people are like, boo. After last year's disaster. Oh, yeah. I, I love the video of the developer up there. Yeah, and he's like, and it's mobile, and everyone starts booing. He's like, don't, you guys have phones, and everyone's just still booing. Like, (laughs) no one cared. No, not at all. No, this one is PC. They put out a cinematic trailer for it, which is They had to do this. They had to do this since last year. Oh, yeah. They pissed off so many fans of Diablo, and And this is going to clean that up, I think. And Diablo kind of gets overlooked because it's one of those where the game comes out, people buy it, they play it. It doesn't get a lot of updates and traction years later like Overwatch does or like Mm -hmm. some of their other games. But Diablo is one of their most successful franchises. It sells in stupid numbers. It is a very it's a powerhouse to them. Like when they put when they put out Diablo three, everyone I knew bought Diablo three. Everyone I know played it. And the thing is, once you finish the game, you kind of move on. So it's not one of those games you can just play and play and play and play. But with four, it, I'm excited. Like, it, I really want it. I really want it. And <laughs> I'm going to probably put a lot of time into it. You know, it's crazy that um, SpaceX, they launched today. A couple hours ago. What, uh, one more time? Falcon 9, SpaceX. Oh, they just did a launch? Yeah, it was a few hours ago. Oh, that's a weird transition, I always, but okay. I know, but I, I just <laughs> thought of that because I just looked out at the sky and I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, there's a launch today, and it's probably already happened. Okay. Uh, Diablo trying to kill the devil. SpaceX. Yeah. No. You can tell how much I am <laughs> into Diablo. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I know it's not something you would be really excited about, but like Diablo 1 and 2 were major when I was in high school. Me and my friends played them nonstop. Um, the dungeon crawler stuff like that. That's yeah. when PC gaming was like real time strategy and dungeon crawlers dominated the PC space. So yeah, th- w- Diablo holds a special place in my heart. I will tell you, it's been very difficult to not get uh, Death Stranding yet. 
Yes. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm going to hold out for PC, but we are going to get it on PS4 and play it because it looks absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it was the other morning we were in the living room all having coffee and I put on Jack Septicai because he was the first person I saw who put a video out. Right. And I was like, I don't want to watch it, but I want to know a little bit about the game because I knew nothing. Yeah, I didn't either. The trailers are so confusing. The game is beautiful. Yeah. But, but when you watch some of that gameplay, you're just like, oh, my God, I want to play this. It's, I got to know. I have to know. It's like watching a movie. It's like an interactive movie. Like I was expecting it to be. Yeah. But like, it wasn't like, I don't know. Whenever it first was announced, it's like, okay, it's another like game. That's coming out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'll play it. And then as it just was released, it's like, oh, my God. Okay, it's released. I'll see some gameplay of it. And I did. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is a must-play game of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Well, it just, like, I'm I'm a tech nerd. So the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, I find that stuff so impressive on games like that. Because, like, I know how games are made. Uh, a lot of other people might know how games are made. A game like that, it's not made like other games. It is no. insane the technology they use. And Hideo Kojima, the creator of it, he's also the um, person behind the Metal Gear Solid series. Right, yeah. So he can produce amazing games and stories. When when he did this, he uh, I I know he's in it. We saw him in the footage, but I'm trying to think how to say his name correctly. Guillermo de Tormo. Maybe Del Toro. Del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the d- director. Yeah. Uh, who makes movies. He did Pan's Labyrinth, all these other these other movies that have in- amazing visual effects. Right. So he is a visual effects powerhouse teaming up with a game creator powerhouse. I saw the behind the scenes. All of the character stuff. They did full motion capture in blue screen environments. And I mean, the the suits that have the multi-hundred points, facial capturing, mm-hmm. they went all out. They did scans of, of the actors. Every character in the game is an actual actor, and it looks like them. It's Jeez. insane what they put into this. Like, And they did it in like two or three years, which is even crazier. Like, I don't know how <laughs> they pulled that off. Other studios try and put a game out. It takes them five years, and they don't even get anywhere close to that level of like visual stunningness that they pulled off yeah no it it looks absolutely incredible and i'm gonna have to play it that's gonna be a must yeah oh i just want uh the new flight simulator i just want to i'm i just want to fly it that's all i I, I can't (laughs) show it or anything like that but i just want to fly it i just want to know i remember when you told me you're like i'm I'm gonna get access you're like i I can't i can't show anyone i can't talk about it yeah you're like you I can just say so that excited. I'm in tech alpha. That's all I can really say. Yeah, that's it. Neither Which can sucks. confirm nor deny. Can neither confirm or deny I'm in tech alpha one just and a, two. Just do a video like that. I can neither confirm nor deny this is in the game. No, because people <laughs> are going to want to know what are the flight dynamics like? What's this like? What's this like? And those are all questions that I have myself, but I'm not going to be able to say it. Yep. Because I'm not going to violate a Microsoft NDA. I would strongly recommend you don't. <laughs> Their legal team is Yeah, here's the thing, though. Mean. It's the internet, and some of the people that have been selected for the Tech Alpha, I guarantee you somebody's going to leak something. Well, and this is what I don't get. So let's say you, you did decide you wanted to leak this for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Game studios pay attention to that. If you leak yeah. Flight Sim, the next studio is going to be like, this is the guy that leaked their game. We're not going to contact him. Like, it's you're yeah. shooting yourself in the head by doing that. It doesn't I, make any sense. Yeah. I, I can, but I can see it, it'll be a person that will be in the tech alpha. They'll record it or something and they'll upload it to a bullshit account on YouTube. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's ex- going to happen. Except these companies are smart and they put stuff on screen that can identify who you are. Right. And when you're just flying around and there's like something off in the corner and you don't know what that is or what that means, you think it's a version number of a maybe a game build. Right. Yeah. It's a game so build that could be very specific to you. So you know what a DX diag is. Like a, it's like an XML file that has like all your information to your computer and all that stuff and mm-hmm. how it works. And that was part of the tech alpha selection process i had to upload my dx diag to them so they have all that information they're gonna know uh, down to everything on your pc i uh, so 
I haven't seen it, and neither of you, you don't have it yet. Right. I'm going to be very curious when you get it and install it if there is, like, a version number in the corner of the screen. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Because I would bet that that number is a hash of something that connects you to that build. So if you were to show it, they could punch that number in their system and know exactly who it is. I would almost guarantee that. Just because that is that is smart yes. design. I like this song. I'm going to play it again because I All like right. it so much. <laughs> but yeah, that's the... Uh, that's going to wrap things up. We'll see you guys uh, next Monday. Remember, you can follow us on uh, on Spotify, Roommates Podcast. Yep. We're also on Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts as well. Uh, and Roommates Podcast. Not the, just Roommates Podcast. Yep. And then follow us on Twitter, Roommates Cast. That'll do it for us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.